0: We got to get to our guest that's joining us right now on the program. Um, He's done so many things, a whole bunch of things, a a lot. His resume is extensive. He's been responsible for uh, 20 platinum records. Oh, what do you mean platinum records? You mean platinum. That means at least one million sold. At least one million sold. So 20 of those. Oh, really? Yeah, he's responsible for those. Of his 20-plus years in the game... So he's his, 20 for 20. He's 20 for 20, absolutely. So for almost every year he's had experience in the industry, in the business, he's had a platinum record. Now, not many people can say that. And he's done hits for Jay-Z, DMX, Ja Rule, Dipset, Music Soul Child. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. That's, that's just to name a few. And... He's a producer, engineer, entrepreneur, uh a filmmaker. He does so many different things, man. I I'm I'm glad that we've got a chance to talk to uh Mr. Self Service
1: <laughs> joining That's us. Yeah. Self Service.
0: Joining us right now, the CEO of uh, Business, owner, entrepreneur. There's just so many different titles. He he does everything, man. He, he's joining us right now on the program. It's Thermal Waves. What's going on with yourself?
1: That's the we're going to give him? Self-service? What's happening, Truth? What's what happening, happening with you, brother? Yes, um, indeed. We
0: okay. here at C-Truth and Kev Lars. Yes,
1: yes. Kev, what's happening, brother? How you doing tonight? Man, I'm easy like Sunday morning. We happy to have you on the program, self-service. <laughs> what's <laughs> happening?
2: Yeah. Amen, man. Just leaving the office on my way home to cook some salmon. You know, that's what oh, I hold do.
1: On, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on, hold on, hold on, see, you. So wait, wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah. I'm going to cook some salmon. Oh, well, I just, I just had a back of potato chips, but all right.
2: So you a chef, too? Yeah, I could do, you know, I can't keep my woman without being able to cook a little bit, you know? I, yeah, gotta yeah, a little bit.
0: yeah, you got you to gotta cook in different ways.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 for he sure. Cook it. Yeah,
1: he got drip for sale. Okay. <laughs> yeah hey, <thank> <laughs> Oh, man.
0: F- film producer is another title that you have. And as a film producer, you go by the name of uh, Selfano.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. So, Selfano.
0: Yes, indeed. So, real quick, we're we we we're not going to go through all of your 20 plus years of history, but. You
1: can go, so go through a lot, though. We'll, we'll go Enough. through some of
0: it. We'll go through some of it. Tell everybody how it all began for you. Like, I mean, you you've done all of that work that we laid out, but how how did it all start for you?
2: Well, uh, I always go uh just before I tell the story It's a little crazy because it's kind of extensive, but it all it 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 all really started in nineteen ninety three. No. In 1994 to 95, I, you know, as a young and I grew up in Queens. I grew up in actually Shadyville section of Queens, and I ripped that apparently.
1: Wait, which part of Queens?
2: I come from Shadyville. Are you from the like Ville? Yeah, Shadyville. Shadyville. Yeah, v- Hempstead yeah. v- right and Springfield, right by Hempstead. I mean Springfield Boulevard and Hollis Avenue.
1: Yeah, shout out to uh, the, shout out to our guy uh, Lord Nels represent
2: Yeah. In, yeah, uh, and that's
1: my man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, you said in the family. Video box. All right, we in the family.
2: Yeah. That's my army. Yeah. But um I I, I you know when I was young, I got myself in trouble. You know. You know that's a typical story, but and I'm 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 going to do the short version of it. I got myself in some trouble. I went to prison in like '86. And I came home in 1993. I was real young when I went to prison. I did like close to eight years, and then after I got out, a friend of mine uh, had a baby with salt from salt and pepper. At the and, you know, wow. I you know like I was just getting in trouble. I was fresh after eight years, so my mom, you know I was on some recidivism mess. You know, what I'm saying I was ready to go back in doing messing up. So he told me, he said, "Man, I didn't want you." I don't want you getting back in no more trouble. Why don't you just come and come to the studio with us and hang out with some Pepper and them. And at that time when I came home, I was like really big at that time. So I ended up doing like personal bodyguard work for Saul. You know what I'm saying? And then she built a studio in the house. And then I helped build the studio out in Brentwood, Long Island. I mean, no, that was one of them. I forgot the name. Dirty thing. Dance. But... Ron Yeah, yeah dance. Dance. Ron Camarillo. And we had built the studio in there. And then it was a keyboard there, ASR 10. Now, mind you, I've never been musically inclined. Like I said, I was in the street. Didn't have to be enough, but she had an ASR 10 and Nobody was using it. And she told me one day, you know, she asked, I remember she was sitting there lying. She said, so, take that keyboard home and see if you can figure it out. Nobody uses it. And ain't no manual or nothing, so just see if you can figure out the keyboard. So I took the keyboard home, locked myself in the basement with no manual. It was cassette tape days. And I used to sample from cassette tapes into the ASR-10. No music experience, no nothing, so I didn't know how to play, no nothing. But, you know, I started singing and things started going okay. I was inspired by Wu-Tang, too. That was my number one inspiration to produce was Wu Tang, so once I started doing that, I took the cassette tapes out to my man and them on the on the drug block, and they in the tapes. They're like, "Yo, oh, these beats are hot." So you know, from there, I just started pursuing it, and and one time I was at Grant's Tomb, and I the was Grant's Tomb the in beach. Harlem, New York. Yeah. yeah. If y'all remember
1: that home that
0: that was Yeah, especially Wednesday, Wednesday evenings It was yes. popping out
2: there hey, It was Wednesday, bananas Popping
1: Shout out to the Grand Project but, too. Um, popping <laughs> out there
2: Wednesdays Woo. So I was playing the beats in the car on 125th And then Smith and & Wesson, and Coco Brothers Just happened to be walking by and they heard one of the beats, and they said, who beat this And I said, that's my beat. And he's like, well, why don't you come down to the studio? So I went down to the studio, like, the next day or two, and I ended up selling them five beats Which what, from that day.
0: What what that, what that did that become? Did they use it for one of their songs on the albums? Like, what did it become? Yeah, they, they,
2: they, it was a single. The single was Black Trump. Oh. I learned Guess Who's the Black Trump? That was the very first record that I ever had play on the radio. Right. And it was Smith & the single that I did for, uh, for Elta Skelter. Uh, and then uh, right after that, Onyx was working on some stuff, and the word got out that I was making beats, and then I ended up doing seven tracks for Onyx on Shut 'Em Down. I did Shut em Down for Onyx, and that was the single. And that was the name of their album, the last album they did with Def Jam. Nice. So from from there, you know, I was in the Def Jam system and then I went to Jar Rule, then I went to Jay Z, then I went to Music Soul Child, LL, Crew J. Uh the list goes on through the whole Def Jam circuit and universal circuit and after it all said and done to this second right now I got over twenty-five platinum records. Oh, okay. Over yeah. So I missed five.
1: Yeah. It don't matter. You yeah. got more than one. People can hardly yeah. two. People go hardly hardly go a hundred thousand out.
2: Yeah, well, with, you know, that the was the best them. ever. That was the best ever. The nineties. That's when music was really doing great, you know, and selling decent units. Like every time DMX came out, he was doing. Uh, Platinum, like multi. I did one of the DMX. Yeah, I did. Um, DMX, what's my name? I produced that single. You did what? And that's it. you yeah, did. What's, what's my, my name? name? That's you. Oh, yes. wow. Yeah,
1: all right. Time, out, out, time out, out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time so out. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. So, <laughs> hold on. So, hold on. So, <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. this. Uh, for a long time, people thought. What's My Name was produced by Irv Gotti.
2: Yeah, you know what happened? I, I went through Irv, get the DMX. So on the credits, you will see produced by Top Dog. E. it is say, no, it'll say self service and E. Henson is then co produced by Irv Gotti. You know what I'm saying? So what Irv did was, you know, press one key when we was mixing it and <laughs> then threw his name on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm just keeping it funky. That is a, that that is a very
1: true, uh, a smart businessman, because... Yeah, yeah, you
2: know. And it was was right smart on his side, because, you know, he actually ate off of the publishing with it, me. but I went to them with that record finished already. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then uh, X took it, but it went through, uh, a connected it, so Irv jumped in, and dropped, but I... Personally, produced that whole record myself. And, and they either
1: they thought it was Irv Gotti or his Seven. I know there was a guy named Seven producing seven, seven Aurelius that, that was with. Yeah, Irv Gotti Seven
2: was working with than ink, But if you specifically look at them credits, I get the publishing checks for the <laughs>
1: Nice. <laughs> and uh, many people don't know <laughs> they, when they think of DevJ they think about Jay Z and Gerald. No, D M X budget mm-hmm. was so huge because he was huge. lapping them. Lapping yeah. them yeah. multi platinum, multi, and yeah, but yeah. it would seem like Jay Z and them was like the, the best. I mean, not obviously the best, that's not the right. What I want to say that like they was outselling him more, the most they may have been more popular. Com- I can't even say commercially, right? DMX right. was there's a video out a meme, uh, a video where on social media it was like, Yo, DMX, like keep perform for half of the mm-hmm. earth. Where DMX is performing, some it's not even in an arena. It's just he's performing in a landmass, and it's just a sea of I people. I think that
2: yeah, I know exactly you, that's uh, And he did what's my name? Arizona it is Red Rock. That was Red Rock when he performed at Red Rock. And, yeah, that was that was in a canyon in. in <laughs> I forgot which one in the states, but but I remember. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 real like I'm telling I tell people the most uh heartfelt emotional everything performer to this day is DMX because there's nobody that does it that big Beyonce's big but that's pure no promotions it's just him and that was your song like that the video that he he was around to what's my name that he performed Wow. Yeah.
0: you learn something
2: every day so he come out he- you would come out to that record like you know and get at me dog was one of his biggest records you know and irv did produce that but the, the after that is when i came in the plan, did the what's my name and then it turned into ja rule after that because irv had ja and then i, I produced on Ja's first two platinum albums three platinum albums and then uh music so all of that was going through island depth jam though but right i just been blessed to have a great career, though. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can't complain. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Wow. You know, if you was in that
1: building, see? Mm-hmm. That, that building. I, I've been through there. Yeah. You know, I used to do... Yeah, yeah. I was assistant there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That building was connected to everything. Yes, yes. I know that
2: building well. That building was so much fun. It was fun back then. It was. On every, Murder, Inc. had their own floor. Then Rockefeller had their own floor then, you know what I'm saying? Universal uh, Island side. (laughs) Yeah. Then you had uh, Rough Riders had their little section cut out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It it, it was beautiful up there. And it was so much fun. It was parties out there. That From them is why they started making people check in and sign in to go into the labels. Yes. Because it was too much partying and fun happening and some crazy shit happening. A lot of (laughs) after-after parties. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it was a big party up there, and it was fun. It was but you met so fun. many
1: people. So if you are a producer, and you have yeah. just one hit, you're going, yeah, you're everybody's going to get you. Building. You're running through the whole building, and, and you that's are. The that's the whole
0: building.
2: And, it, wow. and this is and what Self so, did. He
1: was
0: plugged so in. Did. And so that's this. exactly
2: what I was blessed to be able to do. Once I caught that one record, then that's how I caught Music Sojow, because I didn't produce on uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't play keys on that. It's just that JoJo was managing music so at the JoJo time, Brim. And then JoJo Brim, and we was cool. And he said, Sue, so, let me hear some beats. I was walking by his office one day. And then music so in there. I was in there drunk, I think. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, you know, i probably seen you.
1: i I probably seen you
2: while I'm delivering paperwork.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it was so much fun, and then you know, I caught a music soul child placement on his first album that went platinum.
0: What song was you it?
2: Know, uh, I just want to sing the name of the album. I did the song with this the name was of the album. I so, just
0: want so hold on, hold on. How many, how many actual title tracks off albums have you done? Because DMX music yeah, soul child. DM-
2: well, DMX, I didn't do the title so I just did the single. The What's My Name was the single offer, okay. and okay. then there was that. Well, people think it's What's and My then, Name, but album, yeah. and then um, Onyx, I did shut them down right. with the whole album, and then uh, Music Soul Child, I just wanted to sing. Uh, well, the LL one, I didn't do that. It wasn't, but that was about it. I okay. only had two. Okay. okay. You know, the rest of them was just singles coming off of projects like L.L. The group I did Farmers. Right. You know, and then I did a whole album on the Bone Thugs and Harmony. A wait, whole wait. album. You did a whole album? Which which album? It's called The Bone Brothers. And it was the only album that uh, before Flesh came home that all five of them was able to, co- to cohabitate the space and do together. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And is- I did it on the tour bus. It was on the fifty <laughs> state tour. And I recorded it, did the beats, everything on the back of a tour bus. Was there a, a,
1: a light-skinned man from California there with you?
2: From LA? Who, Steve? What, well, light-skinned or white?
1: <laughs> Light- light-skinned. Well, if you're gonna say white, you're gonna say Steve Lobel?
2: Yeah, Steve Lobel. Steve Lobel but-
1: is everywhere. That guy yeah, is everywhere. everywhere.
2: And he's from Queens, isn't he? Yeah, he's from Holland. Yeah, that's how I got hooked up. Yeah, that's how I got hooked up with them because uh, Jam Master Jay, God bless the dead. Steve and us was all tight. We grew up together.
1: Shout out to Steve LaBelle, recipe to Jam Master Jay. I got to say one more time, man, just from that one building alone, a lot of people don't understand this, that building can make you uh, very well off for the rest of your life.
2: Yeah. There's not hasn't been nothing like it since either. No. Nothing. <laughs> no. Everybody nothing. even if you wasn't <laughs> no. in the
1: building, you wanted to get in the building and do work in the, with right. people in the building. Right. Right. Like wow. And
2: you had to work hard to even get a meeting in that building. Yes, you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Shout shout out to the uh the slushy machine on the twenty eighth floor. <laughs> oh, I love that machine. Just, just give you free slush so, snacks. <laughs> okay,
0: so a- after okay, so you did "Bones and Harmony," "Music Soul Child." So, so fast forward after all of that, where was the where was the next wave
2: for you after after that? Well, what I did do after that was I started uh, delving into. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I went through a little depression state after that because i had my own artist from queens named amazing that got a deal through universal amazing. and then he um the deal went sour i mean he um something happened with him in the head i don't know if y'all remember Garnett reed at universal yes yes god bless the dead yeah he uh something happened with him and my artist and then the, the deal got dropped Mm-hmm. But then I went through a little depression and, and backed out stage. And after that, I was like, I came back and I was like, all right, so I love music so much. I'm in it. I got so much invested in it. What, and, the, and the business started changing at that time. Like records wasn't selling as much at that time. We're talking about like two thousand four, five, six. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then things wasn't selling as much. So I was trying to find a way to stay in the entertainment business and do something. So what I got into was film and television. And then later on, I opened a club and, um, well, an event space that turned into a club in the Bronx on 135th and Bruckner called True Sound Lounge, where, um, a lot of people from Love & Hip Hop was coming in renting me out to use the place and all of that stuff. So I started getting into film and television and I started using my connections from the music business and my relationship with the music business to launch my video and film career. So right after that, I got into filming uh, videos and stuff.
0: Before we get to that real quick, and I know Kev has something to, to ask you as well. Mm-hmm. When you were doing all that production... Mm-hmm. how did you because you know in those times a lot of people didn't have the savvy or, or didn't think about keeping the publishing what what <laughs> made you or what, what frame of mind or what happened where you were like listen I need to get the publishing did you already know about publishing beforehand or was it somebody that was like you need to you know keep it publishing like how did that whole thing work out
2: okay so I think I cursed before, but can I curse? Can yes, we yes. talk? Yeah, you can. Okay. You sold twenty, you sold, Twitter, you, sold
1: okay. you know, some platinum albums. You could, you, could, you curse. You go ahead.
2: Right. So, and I didn't know uh, jack shit about publishing at all. That so, yes. Irv got me. Yes. Puff, I, Puff, I actually was, was managed by Puff for a few seconds too, but Puff never got the chance to do that, but, I didn't know it and I signed a publishing I signed a publishing deal in two thousand with Universal. Because my my um discography was so low, they came at me and I signed a pub deal. And I signed the worst pub deal that I think they could have signed anybody else to. Anybody to. And to this day I'm not out that pub deal. And to this day I've been robbed of publishing. Now, that situation made me learn the publishing game because I was getting robbed. So I started investigating and doing my own hurricane, learning more about the publishing game. Mm. And Back then, I knew nothing about it. I know it now, like the back of my hand. But back then, I got robbed, man. So... But like I said, God is good too because, like I said, I went through a little depression state because the money was messed up. I got all these hit records, but I wasn't getting the money I was supposed to yeah, be getting yeah. from royalties and publishing. So that's when I started drinking heavy and drugging. I'm just honest. Yeah. yeah. No. started drugging and all the rest of that, you know, running around, just acting crazy, thinking I was a big-time producer when, you know, I just had the—I was getting raped. So I just was like, that, it really sent me spiraling into a bad depression state. Right. Did but, you, ever... you know— God brought me through it, so I was able to bounce back, and that's all I'm grateful for. Did you ever
1: feel like you needed to have a talk with Irv Gotti on saying, hey, you know, it's been some years, can we restructure? No.
2: No, that wasn't gonna go down. Now, mind you, I can't say nothing bad about Irv, right? Mm -hmm. At all. What Irv did was business, you understand? I'm this young guy, didn't know no better. Irv always warned me. Now, two, me and Irv, Irv is from my neighborhood. I, me and Chris, went to school together, junior high school together. Chris Gotti, his brother. Right. I played chess with his father on a regular basis. I worked for their construction company, so I know their family. So by the time it got around to it and these records, Irv started plugging me with the DMX on the rest of that, he was trying to get me to sign with Murder, Inc., Mm-hmm. But I I did not sign with my Inc. because my lawyer advised me not to because the publishing wasn't right and the splits wasn't right. Gotcha. So I dodged that bullet. So Irv, me and Irv's conversation, he was kind of upset because he wanted me to sign with him, but I didn't. You know what I'm saying? So you avoided. After that,
0: yeah. You avoid a situation that Lloyd is going through.
2: Right. Now, mind you, even though you're a family I'm friend. Just Right. But mind you, I'm keeping it real, too. Yes. All the producers from Seven, from everybody that was making hits for them back then, Mm -hmm. hurt. Mm. Everyone. And they all, some of them came to me on the side and said, look, bro, you dodged a bullet. I said, yeah, I know I did it. Now I feel blessed that I didn't sign it because if I'd have signed that, I'd have been way madder than I am now about the, the DMX thing. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. some of them dudes is really hurt. And at that point, when I didn't sign it, I just went on my own and just started getting. That's when I got the the uh, the um like the music suit. I didn't come from them. Fat Joe, I did Fat Joe and Remy Ma. That didn't come from them. You know what I'm saying? Um. Wait, the what, LL didn't come from
1: What, what track of, of Remy Ma Did you
2: do I did Opposites of Track okay. For Fat Joe And Remy Ma The first time On Fat Joe's uh, Jealous Jealous one Still Envy Jose mm-hmm. But And that was his only Platinum album too <laughs> That was crazy <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you, yeah, you, you put the touch on it Put that, that Yeah I mean that look, touch The, the way it, it looks and the way it looks with everything is like everything that I was on then it went platinum yeah yeah absolutely and then like when and they tried after us without me and it didn't so I don't know you know what I'm saying yeah, right I don't know if I'm, you know I can't say cause I'm just like I said I'm grateful that I dodged the bullet and I went on my own things got a little messed up but I I weathered the storm yeah you leaned back got it some right got some something down Right now, they all, like, some of the dudes contact me now, like, want jobs with me. Mm. You know what like, I mean? like who? Like who? I ain't going to say them, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> <what laughs> <you know what laughs> saying? You might but feel gracious tonight. Some of the producers and them was asking to come produce for me and make money with me with the films and everything else. Like this. Right. Now, you know you what? what See,
1: Truth, uh, Thermal Sound radio, WLGK uh track life radio boys.
0: We're here with self service, aka self final, multi platinum producer, filmmaker, T V producer, and all that. I Over twenty five million records sold.
1: I, I remember I remember your name. Now. I can see the other name that you go by, but I remember the name because I used to see it on the paperwork. And I used to always tell ask yes. myself, I used to ask, I was working uh under Hector Avilas, Rick Boogie, and uh I, and Linda Lee before she got changed her last name. And I would say to myself, this guy, he's on a lot of paperwork. You just want a lot of paperwork for the budgets. And I'm yeah. like, this guy is, uh, you know, he's always there. And people talk about everybody else, other producers, I'm seeing your name. And I used to be like, you know, deliver, yeah. I was delivering the paperwork. And I was like, you know, just God, congrats yeah. to
2: him. And I always, at Universal, because Universal used to cut my checks. So, you know, that's how me and Ray Shepard Ah, uh, <laughs> the wonderful okay. Rachel Coach to Make sure me yeah, and got so cool that she used to make sure to push my checks up in front, all my paperwork. She's like, damn, your name coming up again. I'm like, thank you. Get my check in front of everybody, <laughs> 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 And then I was able to get my check early. Then i take her to dinner or take her to the Bar 89 or something. We go, ahead, nice. guys. Was, nice. <laughs> Nice. And for people the out paperwork. there,
1: let's make sure we tell this to people: when you're not just taking somebody to dinner because you like them sexually, or whatever, like that. It's because you're appreciative, and when you show that, they make sure your paperwork right. move faster, and they mm-hmm. kind of have a a feeling like pride on helping your project to make sure that you get what you deserve, and you're not because sometimes when checks are supposed to be signed on and cut. Mm-hmm. The person supposed to do the signing is not around so-called. Realistically, they're in the office chilling or, or on a vacation. like, why don't you just do what you're supposed to do? Right. And it's good to have somebody inside yeah. that will make things yeah. move. Yeah. sign
2: this
0: real quick.
1: Let <laughs> me
2: sign this real quick. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know Rachel. Y'all know he was inside. Yes, there. absolutely.
0: absolutely. Absolutely Thermal Soundwaves The Natural Alternative to Fast Food Radio We're talking to Multi Platinum Producer Filmmaker uh, Self Service A.K.A. Self Final Here on the program So now To the film And the TV situation You said you had The uh, set up up in the Bronx Where you had people from loving Hip Hop coming through and, and all of that so, so take us there To that particular mode right now
2: Well When I Um when thing, I went through that little depression state, and then I, I left, went to Atlanta. I had to get away from everything that was making me, you know, um, drink and do the drugs and all that stuff. So I went to Atlanta, rehabbed myself back together, and then I came back. Just clap it up for that man
1: rehabbing himself. Clap it up yes. for that man. Clap yes. it up for that man. Taking care of self. <laughs> yeah, there we go. self serve. Mm-hmm. Taking care of self. There you
2: go. So I went to the Bronx... And then I was blessed enough to a friend of mine, a Spanish friend of mine, had this place up in the Bronx, inside the industrial district, that he had built from scratch. Beautiful, beautiful six thousand square feet recording studio, film studio, uh, everything you can name it. Just event space, everything. So you know what, so be-
0: not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but we're mm-hmm. we're like right now. Situated in that particular area That you're talking about <laughs> Like right now As we speak a, a Actually, word? Yes, yes, right now yeah. Right now, at this moment Because <laughs> so we know the area of the club you're talking
2: about 135th and the Bruckner
0: Yeah, so just, not not far from it We like about mm, maybe 3-4 blocks. blocks from there
2: Yeah, it's the whole yeah. area is like that now yeah, yeah, but
0: we're in that industrial area Yeah, the
2: whole area But my place was the place that started that area Ah, there was nothing okay. back there then. Right. Nothing. Right. Not even developers. Nothing. Well well was there was big, there was something,
1: big, but we know what that was.
2: Yeah. We going not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't exactly what that was. Yeah. I know I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> <See>? <laughs> but um I started that and it ran for five years straight. Mm-hmm. I was blessed enough to run it for five years straight. And it was me and my partner, Omar White. And then another partner who I care not to give him no energy. He, uh, did some grimy stuff with the lease, with the, with the landlord and then pushed me and Omar out. Wow. So once he did, but we was blessed enough to stay there for five years and make a lot of money and a lot more relationships. Right. Just on the place. So, once that was done, I packed everything up from there and took the whole um, the whole concept and brought it back to Atlanta. So then now I'm in Atlanta and I'm doing looking for spaces. I, I was blessed enough to have a couple of spaces to do the exact same thing I was doing in the Bronx for five years, and that's when I started. Got the invite to come where I'm at now and to film a major motion film in Louisiana in Shreveport. Mm. so what i did was i just up i stayed in atlanta for excuse me for a while and made all that shit and then i i'm out in shreveport now and now i'm doing the same thing here in shreveport again but you know uh i'm 51 now compared to when i was came home in 93 i was 26 back then and i'm just so Happy, like I said, grateful and blessed that at this age, I'm still able, I still produce, I'm able to make movies, I'm able to see, i see my kids grow up through the thing, my kids come to me and say, Daddy, on, on uh, Parents' Day and all that, and be like, my daddy's a producer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, that's yeah. the that proudest thing that I could ever heard when my son called me the other morning and said, Daddy, he said... My friend don't believe you're a big time producer. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and my son's ten years old, so and that's my youngest, but I got twenty two year old, but like I said, right at this point, the film thing is doing me good. You know, I found a you know lady I fell in love with finally.
0: Congratulations. And
2: Congratulations. thank you. And I'm out here setting up shopping and I'm looking to get Oscars now. That's what I'm talking I feel like about. I got the, Self-service. When I got the platinum plaques. I was Grammy-nominated, so now I want Oscars. Selfano. Now yes.
0: Oscar award-winning filmmaker.
1: Now, what kind of
2: movies? Yeah, I like that. I like how that
0: sounds. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. And you're going to be
0: doing our films, too.
1: Yeah, we know yep. you. Yep. We, we know you. No, no, I know you I, used to handle you. I used to handle. I let that money come through for you. I didn't know who you was, but I just liked you. I was like, he looks cool. I, guess I see his name, you know. <laughs> Henson, you know. Yeah, so you we cool now. We've been cool. We just didn't know about right. that. Exactly. All right.
2: right. We we been cool, we just didn't know
1: it. I used to be like, yo, Jeff Fencer, go sign that. Stop playing. Give these people their money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about too. All right. And right. all right. So <laughs> with the films, what kind of films are, are we talking about that you're doing or involved with?
2: Well, the one I did here in St. in Louisiana, I did a a drama. Uh uh drama about it. it's called The Third Wish is on Amazon Prime right now. Uh it came out and premiered it premiered in Regal Cinemas um on October eleventh, something like that. It had it in the cinemas in certain states in Regals in certain states. And now it's on Amazon Prime's called Third Wish. And it was a drama about uh these young boys that inspired to be rappers. And he had their father had passed away and left them a pendant about uh, some wishes from the pendant. And how how do these young boys react with what would they do with wishes? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What would they do with the money? Would they wish for money? Would they wish for their career to go right? Or would they wish you know? And then they got into some trouble, some beef behind the money. And then at the end, you know, the money just didn't play right, and then they ended up being. Um, Rappers like they wanted to turn their career around and everything And now I'm getting into comedies now So I want to do some comedy. I know everybody doing comedies online and everywhere, but I really want to shoot another Friday that's been my um My mission right now you can do it is to do something that give an impact just like how Friday and all of that did with uh, Ice cube and all that yeah if anybody can
0: do it, mm-hmm. you can. <laughs>
1: that's
0: for sure. Yeah.
2: With God on my side. That's all that <laughs> you know
1: counts. Hey, Coach Racial LeBlanc <laughs> on your side. <laughs> that's right.
2: That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because Ray, Ray, man, like, I'm so blessed to even have her around. Like, she's everything to I me. Mean, she's like my mama. Because I, I, I am reckless at times still. But <laughs> Be checking me. You know? oh, yeah. Let me tell you oh, something yeah. about Rachel. LeBlanc. She checks everybody. <laughs> Coach
1: Rachel Blonde. Yeah. I will be. Tr- I'll be. I'll. I'll do something, or even I would want to do something, and just some way, somehow, it, I just get. I see a picture right. of her looking at me, like, "Don't you dare!" And it's like, <laughs> "Damn, right." And right. it helps me right. be straight. It helps me right. balance with life, so right. I don't go overboard.
0: Right. There was only one right. time, self, that we were able to wild out. On Rachel, And that's when her mom Let us come to the house oh, In, in yeah. San Diego yeah, Where, San Diego. <laughs> where yeah, she yeah. grew up yeah. That was the yeah. one time We were able to wild out she, She'll tell you that story yeah. it's, it's an infamous story of, of how he went through her Her rooms and yeah, stuff Yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let her tell you that yeah. story Jumping on the bed and all that Yeah, yeah That's what I'm doing Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So um as far as getting them into regal cinemas how did that whole thing come about because as an independent huge uh you know proprietor doing films and stuff like that somebody that's as large as regal like you know you don't normally hear that so how did that whole thing come about for you
2: i had uh the director and the the person that i had helping me with everything he had uh Connect with Regal. Okay. So what happened was after we finished the movie, we went and did a meeting with Regal, and it worked out like right. beautifully. So, you know, old. and i like, like I said, because most people want you to your first film, <laughs> when you do your first film or something like that, and most people think go today they think to go to YouTube, right? You know what I'm saying? Or Vimeo or or the the film festivals to try to get to. Major distribution, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we bypassed that whole thing and went straight to major distribution. It's talking and about now, it. we just yeah. What's that straight,
1: called, straight to it? So. It's called direct, uh,
0: direct to consumer. Direct to consumer.
2: Direct to consumer. That was like that was such a blessing, and then from that opened up more doors for me to have conversations with Hollywood producers now and everything else. So. Wow, you know, nice. I I still got the plug and everything for the Regal, and I'm a utilizing. <laughs> True, i was talking about. So Keep you still you
0: still got distribution and get more distribution.
2: Yeah, yeah, easy. That's what I'm talking but, about. You know, the thing the thing now is just having. I'm I you know I'm just still blessed to have conversations on the phone with Hollywood big time Hollywood producers. So you know, you know I you know. I don't know how I got thrusted into the music business back in '94, '95. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was at Salt House, and she said, "Take a keyboard home." Boom! And from that, turned into 25 platinum albums.
0: Boom! There. It is and something.
2: then now I'm I'm at this point, and I'm blessed to go straight to Regal after accomplishing that to Regal, and now having conversations. I just see my whole life going a whole other direction again, and 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 I, I'm just. I can't even say how grateful
0: I am about it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you're also doing something where you're helping other independent artists and filmmakers as well through a platform that you have. Tell tell us about that.
2: Right, the platform, I have ELPD TV where I go straight to, uh, well, the show that we're doing is the Indie Review Show, which is y'all's show, you know, and shout out to y'all. And what we're doing is um, giving artists, and it will, from artists from rappers to rock and roll bands to poets to spoken words to everybody, a platform where they could come on and do a performance video live straight to ELPD you know, TV. And it's the OTT network. The OTT network is the over the top networks, it's not like traditional networks. This network is ABC and. CBS and Fox and all that, that's traditional. Mm-hmm. OTT networks, Hulu, Netflix, all the rest of that other stuff. Right, right. And where people, well, that's changing the game anyway, because OTT networks is where you can watch live straight from your cell phone or laptop, there's no more having to sit in front of a television to watch a movie yep. you know what I'm
0: yep you just need that app so, or Roku right, or so uh,
2: any one of them and then you can watch any movie you want to watch so and uh, if you notice all the major traditional networks is going that way too because now they're on Roku Hulu and everything else kind of follow the wave but we have our own OTT network ELPD TV and we're giving artists and talented people chances to show the world what they got and to perform in front of the whole world is that including you
1: know, producers, music producers as well? How does that work?
2: Yes, pro- producers, DJs. My, I did two seasons before, and we just did any review. I did two seasons before this, and I had DJs, spoken word people, rock bands. I had some of everything on the platform. It's almost like a, tri- a cross between Soul Train and, and uh, uh, what's that when, uh Unplugged. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, yes,
2: yes. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're well, talking about. Yeah, or, or 106 and Park, even. Like artists could come with it, but I don't want to, I want to take the video thing out of it, you know. And I, I tell artists like this because shooting a music video, you get to show people and showcase and promote and market your song. You know what I'm saying? And right. your purpose is to get it to where um, people, your fans will want to request you to do shows around the world. Right. But did a performance video. This platform that we're building is for them to build do a performance video. We're not taking music videos. Performance videos is come here if you want fire, smoke, brimstone, everything else to put on a show. Put on your show. Yes. So that people in 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 United Kingdom could see you and say, I like that person. I'm a fan. I want them to come and do a performance here. Right, performing, is- performing, right, performing is way different than a music video. This is a performance, live performance video that they can take afterwards and use to promote themselves and show how they do shows and perform. Right, and you're, you're music giving... music videos. Is- oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Got it too.
0: No, I'm saying you're you're giving them now added value with that particular um, medium. Because like you said, they could use yeah. that to sell their shows and, and people come out to see them now. It's like, oh, I want to go out and see this person in concert or see them on right. tour, you know. So that's right. helping them, you know, down the road as far as I like, getting money and make money, make money because you don't make
2: money over videos. Now, nope. music videos and the rest of that. OK, good. You're getting a little exposure. Great. But your whole end game is to get people to request you for shows. Right and come out and see you perform. What better way if they see you perform live and they say, oh, I love that performance. Let's have him come to North Carolina this weekend. Can somebody get him to come? You know what I'm saying? Can somebody get him to come to Miami? Can somebody get him to come to LA? And this is how these aspiring, young, independent artists need to show that they have performance. Now, if you don't know how to perform, then it's not going to work good for you because you're going to look crazy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, I just think it's something added in solving a problem for what a lot of artists come to me about. is like they don't know what to do after they done mix and master their records, went to iTunes, went to Spotify, and they still ain't getting show money. You know? Yes, exactly. They're trying it's to figure it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Definitely, definitely. And you're going to be doing something with us, Thermal Sound Waves, as well. Gotcha. We're not going to talk about it right now, but uh, people can look for that, you know, down the road as well. Through the platform, um, so be on the lookout for that.
1: And we thank you
0: for actually allowing us that opportunity um, to be through that platform. So we 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 thank you for that.
1: Yes, see truth. You Thank you you very much. We we thank you for that. But like I said, keep in mind. Some of that money coming through that came from me pushing that paperwork through to 2000, <laughs> 2001. You, oh, you, let's understand something, you know what I'm saying? Let's understand something, man. I, yeah. I got
0: you, bro. Nah, nah, don't got me, get me. what I'm saying? It's real right here.
1: Nah, oh, listen, though, we are very thankful. We are very, very thankful for you. And c troop was like, yo, Kev, Um, we got somebody, you know, for the show that is very, very – uh. He's he's that person. He's that person. And, you know, we really look forward to having people like you on the program because a lot of people understand the stars that you see now, whether they're, you know, doing music or movies, there's somebody behind the curtain, you know, somebody who's right. producing that stuff to make them exactly. the star that you love. And we pride exactly. ourselves in doing stuff like this. So thank you for being a part of just the program.
2: Period. Thank you man, I appreciate it. And I'm coming up there soon to actually sit there with y'all. Nice. Soon. Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, 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 you see you've be coming home. Come on, baby. Yeah, I girl. miss my
2: city. I I miss my city a lot. I miss the Bronx, baby. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. a crazy but I miss the whole you know, thing. But I don't miss it in this, this time of year. Right, <laughs> right. I got you. <laughs> yeah, we know. I got exactly what you're saying. <laughs> know. Exactly. In the summer, in the summer, you can't beat New York with a baseball cap. Right, mm-hmm. right.
0: So. Let, let everybody know, um, once again, the, the, the site address and where they can get at you or where, you know, people can get more information. If they're artists that want to, you know, get on the platform and, and use the vehicle to showcase their talents and um, be a part of any review and all of those things.
2: All right. Um, my Instagram, all right, my Instagram is self-service the goat. Uh, that's the Instagram the, my company name is ELPD Media on Instagram. It's ELPD Media, where it showcases most of my uh, video work, stuff like that. And the website does everything. Got my whole discography, everything about me from A to Z. I just did my documentary, a, a four-part documentary on myself telling my life story. It's on my website. Nice. The website is www.elpdmedia.com. E-L-P-D com, And uh, to register for the Indie do- Review live show, all you got to do is uh, send an email to 1993 direct, 1993 direct at com, And then uh, that's everything for us. The rest of y'all contact C-Truth and Kevin and Ray and we Gucci. We run it. <laughs>
0: That's right, that's right, definitely.
2: And uh, when we see you too,
0: you know, we we're going to need some of that salmon. You know what I mean? We're going to need you to chef up some stuff for us. <laughs> see
2: what you're working with. Yeah. We know the real color of salmon, know, too. I, we
1: know the real color. I only cook,
2: I don't look, just the thing about it, I only cook salmon for my wife, my girl. Oh, okay. Oh, you
0: know I don't that. cook it for men, nah, man. I don't nah, do that. Well, then you're you going to have to do, well, what's your special for dudes, then?
2: Uh, Sounds <laughs> Out of the sound, right? Uh, you know. yeah, hey, yo. Hey, yo, Yeah. Hey, yo, true. My best for June is Hennessy. <laughs> uh, all right, I got you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> gotcha.
1: right.
0: I'll take some Martinelli's. <laughs> I got you, bro.
1: I got you. I'll take some apple juice. I'll take so some
2: Martinelli's. Right. I don't mess with that, <laughs> Hennessy. I
1: don't mess with that. Trust <laughs> you, Hennessy.
2: Right, I'll get something else, though, but we'll yeah. be okay. Martinelli's. And Next year, I'm buying a house in New Orleans, man. So right on the... What? On the on the Gulf, man, big house. I'm be doing barbecues. I'm doing Mardi Gras. Dow. What month? Everything just passed. What month? I'm going. I'm getting it next week. You know, Mardi Gras just passed <laughs> yesterday or I, this I, week. I yesterday. hear you. I'm, I'm asking what month?
0: What month? Yeah, you say you are gonna have the house next year, right?
2: No, I'm gonna have it by by January. So I'm gonna be ready for Mardi Gras. And oh, by I'm next
0: by this 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 coming January.
2: Right, next year. I'm doing it next okay. year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come mm-hmm. with my I'm gonna
0: come with my Tupperware and bag,
2: you know, You know down here in, New- in Louisiana, man, is is uh, southern hospitality, bro. That's why I'm coming <laughs> with my <laughs> Right. That's <laughs> <what I'm> come <coming laughs> with Tupperware. Yeah. Listen, you Rachel keeps crawfish, crawfish and, and all of that boy. This I, is I, oh really yeah. I know, listen. <laughs> Rachel
0: listen. keeps things in the freezer for me she's like yeah, yeah. she'd be like see next time you come here I got this 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 I'm like Ray you got me on that right you got me on that yeah I got you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so yep I'll, right, I'll be so. I'll be there for a visit alright I got you
2: you know the invite's there we Gucci
1: yes sir Just make sure that pool is ready alright all right. All
0: right. thanks a lot for being on the show man appreciate you no problem thanks
2: alright cab alright too alright
0: all right, peace brother alright peace it's Thermal Sound Waves a natural alternative to fast food radio Thermal Sound Waves wave.